For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I am so excited about this episode. I have my dear beloved co-host, Anna Crafty Pierce, is with me today. Hi, sweetie. Hi, Mom. So she shared with us all about creating a creative environment. And especially with Thanksgiving around the corner, that is so important. And we promised in that episode that we would bring you this Thanksgiving kit. So I I can't even remember if I told you how I came across this idea, Anna, but I think it's so genius, and I could not wait to get you on the show to talk about it with me. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. So here's what I'm doing. I have this. Fr- here's the story. I have this friend, and she is amazing, and everybody loves her, and she does kind things for everyone we know. And then in in consequence of that, people are always giving her beautiful gifts. And so I just knew with her birthday coming up, I should not give her one more thing to dust. I just know that. But it was tempting because there's so many things I would like to give her. So I was trying to think of something you could use up. And at the same time, I was buying things for my family for Thanksgiving. So I am making her for her birthday a Thanksgiving kit. And the great news is by the time this podcast comes out, her birthday will already be gone. So we're not letting the cat out of the bag. (laughs) So guess what, Anna? I can't wait to tell you some of the games I've got planned and they'll go in this kit. And so what's so great about this is you can buy it as a gift for your friend for the next time her grandbabies come over Or you can give it as a gift to a young mom, just so someday when she needs a little break, a special bag of tricks for her children. Or you can also give it to a friend and they can then use it as a hostess gift. So it's one less thing, one less thing they have to shop for. Or you can take it with you when you go to holidays to visit your own friend, your own family. I was going to say, is there going to be one in the middle of your Thanksgiving table for us when we get to your house? Yes. Okay. It's probably not going to be in a bag, though. I'm probably going to do like stations like the kindergartners used to do where they have something on every table. Okay. So do you want to know what's in the bag? Okay. So our listening friends need to know that Anna's an amazing artist. We talked a little bit about her background and some of what motivates her to create these beautiful works of art that she does on another episode. And I think I'm calling that one creating a creative environment. 
So, uh, but but just know that Anna's best accomplishment creatively so far is these two beautiful children that she gave birth to, little little toddlers, a two-year-old and a three-year-old. And they, they are, they're really worth a whole several episodes. I could talk about them nonstop, but I'm not going to do that. So, I'm but anyway, say they're delightful like their daddy. That's exactly right. They're every <laughs> bit as delightful as their, their wonderful daddy. Okay, so here's one thing we're going to play. You're going to love this. So if you're making a bag, I would suggest that you just put some of these things in it. So I, I bought uh, napkin, paper napkins that say beautiful messages like, I think mine say blessed and thankful. And I got those at Hobby Lobby if you're wondering where to shop. It's Hobby Lobby always has sweet messages on their napkins. Okay. And then, so, and then I also bought, oh, you're going to love this on it. Cause I, I love squirrels for some reason. I don't know if it's just the idea of fruit and nuts really describes our family pretty well. But um, I, would you I, like me to tell you what I think? What? Yes. I think that, that being at your mom's house at Thanksgiving was like being in a whole family of squirrels. With everyone yes. chittering all at the same time and being lively and gathering food and putting it all on the table together and all of us twitching our little tails. <laughs> and that is exactly, you just described our house too. And, and that's so true. Yes. It's so true when my family all gathers. We're, we're very lively. Okay, lively. So, I bought, so I bought these little plastic squirrels and we're going to play hide the squirrel. Because with a because oh. you know I wanted to do catapults when we were at uh, right. the, the grandkids mm-hmm. have an amazing school they go to and and they made these catapults for the grandparents day and they were so cool that you make them with a rubber band and some t- some tongue depressors and then you launch pom poms at each other but we have a one year old in our family too and I was afraid the rubber bands and the pom poms could be you know I didn't want to end up at the emergency room. So uh, I canceled the catapults. We're going to save those for next year. But we're going to play hide the squirrel. And so the little squirrel is just darling. He's just a little plastic toy with a nut in his mouth. And we're going to put him probably, I think I'm going to start by some books on a table that's kind of low. And so whoever finds the squirrel gets to hide it next. And that should be hilarious. Okay. And then I thought of another one called hug ball. Have you ever played hug ball on it? No. Okay, but you know how little kids love to win at anything. Yes. And and Jason our, is going around saying, I win, I win anytime he does anything in oh, any way successful. He informs Drew and I right now that he's won. I love that. I think he's it's winning too, all the time. I'm, I totally agree with him about that. He's totally <laughs> winning. Do. And so Hugball, he's going to love it. it. <laughs> so here's the trick with Hugball. You get a little ball that little kids can't choke on like probably uh-huh. three inch diameter and you put all the grownups in a circle and they can even sit in the chairs and on the couches. And then you put the one, two and three year olds in the middle of the circle and you start tossing the ball. And when they catch the ball, they win. And the reward for winning is they get to choose who they give a hug to. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that'll work? I have no idea. I think we'll find good. out. I think it's going to be really fun. So that's uh, that's going to go in the bag. So we're going to have a hide the squirrel game and a hug ball. And then I bought some books, some little sweet little books. And one of them is called I Could Gobble You Up. Isn't that sweet? Oh, that's adorable. I know. I, love I think that, that involves lots of kisses. I'm pro books that I get to kiss my children as I read them. <laughs> I know. So that I love. And then I was really thinking of you. 
because you know how after lunch you just get so tired and you wonder, can I even get through the rest of the day and still stay awake and not fall asleep while people are talking to me? Maybe that doesn't happen when you're young, but when you're old, that definitely happens. So I also bought VeggieTale Silly Songs. Ah, very nice. Yeah. So they're going to... there, that will have that, and, and it really, any video like that would be fine for one, two, or three-year-olds, or four-year-olds, and five-year-olds, because they can just sit there and enjoy the TV, which they don't get mm. to do that much. So that gives everybody, I, all the grown-ups, a break. I would like to point out that that one may backfire on you, because oh, no. my little daughter, oh, my daughter loves those songs. She's aware of them. Because oh. uh, her daddy plays them for her, and they are dance music at our house. I love that. So if you put on Veggie Tales, you may find a little hand in yours saying, Supergram, Supergram, dance, dance, dance. I love that. <laughs> you know I can wake up and do that. Even if I eat too much turkey dressing, I'll be able to dance it'll with be, your baby. It'll, it'll be a healthy way to work off the turkey. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so much fun. I can hardly stand it. Just anticipating. So have they seen the movie with the VeggieTale cartoons, or have they just heard the, the like, I don't even know what you call this, the audio a version? A little bit of both, but the songs they've mainly just heard as dance music. Oh, I love that. So so having the cartoons may make it a little more entertaining yes. for them. Okay. Well, it'll you have definitely to, engage them. If you don't have a DVD player, I'm pretty sure Netflix has all that stuff now, although we live in the country so far out, you can't even get Netflix where we live. So, um, well, you kind of can if you're smart like Will, but the rest of us don't know how to. So, um, VeggieTales Silly Songs. I also like, for this age group, I love big colors because they can't eat them that fast like you can watch them and keep them from going in their mouths and i also like uh coloring books and i I, so i found a really sweet little coloring book that has maybe five like one two three four five has dots that you can connect and teach children to count but it's only five numbers so you could do that in english or spanish that'll be fun you were going to say speaking on of, Well, I was going to say, speaking of squirrels and things, I don't know if every child likes to collect things, but my children like to collect things. And um, we were recently on a walk, and Beth and I found a just – it was like a treasure trove of acorns on the ground on our walk. And it. she proceeded to, to fill all my pockets on my clothing oh. with acorns oh, no. because – I have told her that they're squirrel food because I was afraid she'd eat them the first time she came oh, yeah. upon them. So we've been teaching her that all the berries outside, if mommy doesn't hand it to you to eat, it's not people food, it's squirrel food or bird food. Oh, and nice. it'll make your tummy sick. So she saw the acorn and said squirrel food and proceeded to fill my pockets. And we had to take them home and dump them in a container on the picnic table for the squirrel. I love that. I I say that because that might be a nice addition to your little find the squirrel. It might be we could go outside and gather squirrel food. I love that. Hunting for squirrels. I was going to, I have been buying walnuts and I know this is really extravagant, but I've been putting walnuts on the windowsill and trying to train the squirrels that that's where they should look for their food. <laughs> that's I think a great idea. There's nothing sweeter than watching a one-year-old patting the window, you know, watching for the squirrels. Interacting with the squirrels. Uh-huh. So, so far I have, yes. I've not quite got the squirrels trained because I keep, for, you know how forgetful I am. I keep forgetting to remember to get them stuff, but I could get free wal- you uh, walnuts. Acorns. 
Well, yeah. and, and with little the little one-year-old around, my little niece, you could get great big walnuts that are still in the shell and hide yeah. them. And like, as pe- you know, like the kids are supposed to find the squirrel, but you could hide the squirrel in the most sneaky spot and put the walnuts all over the place. And the kids could have to find the, the squirrel food. I love that. We have 30 seconds or less to go to our break. Stay with us, folks. I am only halfway through this list. We have so many fun things to do with kids when we come back. We had a and I had a lot of fun shopping. I did. I, yeah, it was kind of <laughs> ridiculous, honestly. I may have to put some of it in stockings just to justify what I, you know, I can hardly pass anything that's for kids. <laughs> I don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. I knew Mom wanted to stay at home. It's the center of her family, her life. But helping Mom stay in her home while managing mine was just too much. Honestly, it wasn't just about me. Mom didn't want me to be her caretaker. She wanted me to be her daughter. I felt so alone until I found out about Home Instead Senior Care. When we met the people at Home Instead, we just knew they were different. The experience was personal. They understood how we were all feeling. They just cared. Because of Home Instead Senior Care, Mom now has a caregiver who can help her stay home. But more importantly, they've made an incredible connection I never expected. And Home Instead changed my life, too. I've found balance again, and most importantly, for Mom and me, I get to be her daughter again. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. My parents are getting older, and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hi, this is Kathy Crappy, and my friend and daughter and just sweet co-host is with me today, Anna Crappy Pierce. She's an artist and beloved by us our our whole family and everybody that knows her just loves her and she reminded me over the break as much fun as i've been having 
shopping for coloring books and veggie tales. The truth is there were a lot of years in there where we just did not have an extra $5 to spend on anything superfluous. So, Anna, I really appreciate you reminding me of that. And, and, and so I want you to share what you were telling me over the break about, I don't want my listening friends to miss this very important point you brought up. Well, I was thinking about the holidays and you had said, well, what do we do at Thanksgiving? What do we do at Christmas to get my brain going? And I have so many sweet things that you went out of your way to do for us to make Christmas memorable. But at Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday, I couldn't think of a single one, which I know sounds crazy. Um, But the things I came up with are just tender and sweet and they're free. And it was things you were doing anyway. And what made them special was I was included in things that were kind of grown up to me. So, for example, at Grandma Crafty's house, she would put out place uh, placeholders, like little name tags at every spot. And once I was old enough to know all my relatives' names and who they were, she let me put them out. Oh, and I'm man. sure it freed her up because she didn't have to make the decision. You know, it was Anna, who, the little cute little granddaughter, who made the decision about who sat by whom. But to me, <laughs> I love people. And it was so special and grown up to get to choose the fact that, oh, Aunt Anne and Uncle Steve are married. They should sit next to each other. Or... Aunt Anne probably wants to sit with the other aunts and get to talk about ant things. So she let me do that as a little kid. And it, it was just, just at the holidays, and it was special to me. And it made me feel secure that I had a place with my name on it. Aww. And um, I know that, that those kind of place settings are they're kind of old-fashioned and a little formal to most people. But as a kid, it made me feel special and secure. She was so, really good at that, too. We did everything together. And we did it, all of it, all of us talking at the same time. I was never shushed <laughs> by anyone at Meemaw's house because they didn't have time to shush me because they were all talking. <laughs> and I never was told no about bread, which was a big deal for me because I loved bread. And she always had more than enough yeast rolls, which uh-huh. I know she didn't go out of the way to do for me, but it was so special to me and just happened at the holidays. You know, she had to have and a lot then, of yeast roll because your uncle, my brother, if if she didn't have a bunch of them he, as a kid, he would eat every one of them, and we would get we would, the rest of us would not get any. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, I, I'll definitely yeah. bring that up with him here. Isn't that funny? Him. Yeah. And then with Papa in the yard, he at this time of year at Thanksgiving, one of the reasons I love it is there would be leaves everywhere in East Texas, huge oak leaves, and he would pile them up and he never complain, and he always let us jump in them, Aww. and we would make a giant mess of them, and then he'd rake them up again. And so I have vivid childhood memories of doing that. And I mentioned on the last show, but you always, as far as I'm concerned now, maybe you only did this once. And to me, it colored my whole childhood. But I feel like I was always in charge of going outside and picking whatever I thought was lovely in the yard, dead leaves, acorns, whatever caught my fancy and bringing it in and putting it in the middle of the table for Thanksgiving. And I loved that. It made me so happy to get to to make it to try my hand at making life more beautiful in honor of the fact that all these people were coming together to to have a meal and to be family. I so, love that too, sweetie. That and those I, are my I still four favorite it. things. I think. Did you do? Oh yeah, I guess you did four. Placeholders, rolls, leaf piles. And oh, yeah. Table decoration. I love it that you thought of it that way. You know, 
we we found so many ways to do things free when y'all were little kids, and I still love that. I still hate to spend money, as you know. Like one of my mottos now is "spend less, give more." So, but one of the things that we did uh, recently, in fact, is we had some old T-shirts and we cut them to be fringe because I found this half of half price outfit, and I think it was supposed to be like something you really wear. But when I saw it, I thought it looks like an Indian outfit. So I bought it half of half, you know, it didn't cost me very much money at all. And so that's my my costume for I always dress like an Indian, which we now say at Native American. I know that I always dress as a Native American at Thanksgiving. I don't I just think that's fun. <laughs> so and that brings me to some of the other things that I have planned, because not all my grandkids are toddlers. Now, we have chalk and chalkboards, those little bitty slates that you used to think of as the the one-room schoolhouse on the Pioneers, the prairie. Old-fashioned. Yeah, I got one of those to share with your kids, because I know you told me they love chalk. But I also got a couple of crafts. And one of the crafts that I bought was to make Indian headbands because we have older kids and they're very creative and they will have so much fun gluing and cutting and making Indian headbands. And then the and other maybe, one, uh huh, maybe not the one-year-old, but the two-year-old and the three-year-old will think making hats with feathers, they'll call them hats. They'll uh-huh. love it. You oh, may good. never get it off Beth's head. She may sleep in it. Oh, well, well, they're really cute. I mean, that she would look darling in these. They're very cute. But um, also, I mean, they're just felt and a little bit of elastic. That's all it is. But we, I bought, you know, that they're, they come in kits now. It's so easy to, to get what you need for, like, Sunday school or that's my trick. I just buy things that you would normally buy for Sunday school class. They're always inexpensive. There's bunches of them. And so even the adults can make a head Indian headband if they want to while they're there for Thanksgiving, and I'll probably make put that on its own table. The other thing I got, they have these wooden cutouts now, which your grandfather would love. And in fact, I think he made you some that look like they look like paper dolls only, or or cookie cutters. And then they have a little some lines on them, and they come with markers. And so I bought a couple of those too because I know the little kids can use the markers, and it'll be safe for them as long as I take away the lids and don't let them swallow those lids. So. Anyway, th- those are just some of the things we're going to be doing for Thanksgiving. And here's what I wanted to share. Maybe you would like to add to this, Anna. What One thing I've noticed over the years is as a mom, you you know, you know where the, I would say the tricky places are. The You know, there's going to be certain topics that they may come up while your family's together. And if they do, it's just going to be a downer. Everybody is going to get mad at each other or whatever. Or there, maybe there's a certain person in the family that you know they're going to say something unkind or whatever. There's, there's these hot spots. Whenever families get together, there's things that people do that bug each other or whatever. And so one thing I do believe is if you have a few places around the room where people can pull out, maybe they're an introvert and it's just too many people for them. And, and they can pull away for a minute and have a quiet moment with one of the children or making a, you know, coloring a coloring book or reading a story or doing something quiet, that really makes a difference for how people feel about the holiday and being together as a family. I would agree. I just, I had two other thoughts that I wanted to add because I really agree with the introverted personal space thing. I also think that 
part of the reason I love my memories of childhood and part of the reason they give me freedom as a mom of toddlers is because I know you didn't go out of your way to send me outside to get table decorations. That wasn't something you planned or put a lot of thought into. It was just something that came naturally that you did that became one of my favorite memories. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you guys have told me no many times when I was a child, and it made me feel safe as a kid because I knew you wanted what was best for me. You never have ever told me no when I asked to bring home a friend for a holiday, ever. I searched my memory, and I think that that attitude and that that uh, precedence is part of why our family does so well together, even the stressful relationships, even the people that are in a, just a hard moment of life and they, they really don't want to be at the holiday. They're just there because they feel like they need to be. I think the reason our holidays are such a wonderful, sweet family time is because of that idea that we're going to include everyone. Anyone God brings mm-hmm. into your home at the holidays is welcome. So, And that's another thing that I think is a sweet thing you can do for your kids and your family and your grandkids at the holidays is give them the freedom to follow God's leading and invite the people that they believe would be a blessing to the family at the holidays. So you guys have never told me no. (laughs) I I love that. Thank you. This makes me so happy. I'm really grateful that you were willing to be my co-host today. We have about three minutes left or maybe two. And I just want to say how thankful I am as your mom. You, you're just such a beautiful mother. Dad, your dad and I say all the time that you guys are better mom, better parents than we ever were. <laughs> <laughs> and it is true. A lot of what we did was accidental. So, uh, you know, if there's somebody listening and maybe they didn't have those kind of family memories, I want you to know you can do that for your own kids. You can do that for your neighbors. You don't, It doesn't have to be something that you grew up with. It can be something that you do that's your creative gift to the world. And I've sure known lots of families that did that. And, and sometimes they did it because it was what they craved because they didn't get it growing up in their own family. So let's just remember as we go into the holiday, we have so much to be thankful for in this country. We're so blessed. I'm really thankful that I can have a collection of hymnals to sing out of. I mean, there's a thousand little things that I'm grateful oh, for. That's we another sweet two minutes. Memory. Two Dad minutes. Insisting, okay, Dad insisting that we sing our prayer for Thanksgiving. Oh, I love that too. <laughs> He always loves to sing his thankfulness to God. If you'll sing it, I'll sing it with you, and we'll go out with that. How about that? Do you remember it? Uh, For health and strength and daily bread. Is that it? No, that one's beautiful, too. The one I was thinking of is the, um, oh, goodness, now it's going to escape me because music is not mine. No, it's not mine either. If Ellen was here, she would know. She would. It's the one about being, um, it asks God to bless all our, the gifts he's given us so that we can give them back to him, essentially. I'm so much better at paraphrasing an idea than I am remembering a song. (laughs) Yeah, I'll never remember the tune, but I love that thought. To thank God for the blessing he's given us in order to give that blessing back to him. Is that what you said? It's, that's how I would paraphrase that. To me, that's the heart of the song. And the fact that Dad loves it just is such a beautiful, sweet thing in our family. I love that, too. Well, we're closing out now. What a fun episode. Who knew this was going to be so much fun, Anna? Thank you for being my co-host today. 
It made it so fun for me. I really appreciate you. And we want to thank you. And we want to tell you how grateful we are for all the downloads. We, we just really appreciate that what God is doing with the show. And so thank you. And God bless you. And have a, a lovely holiday. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in.